0: bet
1: good day good evening good morning good night depending on where you are in the world what you're doing right now we are glad to have you on the greatest song you never heard podcast i your host chris cochran join my great friend not good friend great friend
0: I like that. I've been elevated.
1: Phil Anderson here uh, every week to bring you a song from our illustrious libraries. Uh, and and the other one doesn't even know the song when we get them. Right. I just get a lyric sheet. So today I'll be getting a lyric sheet. I have no song what we're going to be listening to. Exactly. Before we get into that, Phil. Yes. So let's talk about, uh, are you a New Year's resolution guy?
0: It's funny you uh, said that a couple of weeks ago on the Wine Time Fridays podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelly asked me the same thing, and I just glared at her because that was not on the show notes. <laughs> uh, I'm not really a res- resolution guy, but um, I always try to refocus goals. So, uh, my basically my 2022 resolution is uh, to refocus on things that I, I believe this year things are going to blow up in a good way for me uh, because of my little, you know bout with covid last year right right uh i have re- i have a new appreciation for life not i never really felt like i was in danger of dying but other people tell me differently but um
1: like doctors in your whatever the i mean other you it, know it, little
0: people like that. that don't know me <laughs> were telling me that <laughs> so thank you for pointing that out uh but uh, just a different appreciation for life. I've got a new inspiration, a new dedication. Mm. And uh, I just, I really think this is a good breakout year coming up. So. Good. I'm and, excited for that. But I have a question for you. Yes. And then we'll ask about your resolution. But what's the difference between night and evening?
1: Oh, I always think of evening as that time right after dinner. Okay. Where it's not yet like... The, like if someone came to your house in the evening, yeah. you wouldn't be like, well, that's weird. But if they came to your house at night, you'd be like, what the heck are you doing at my you house at it's this 1230?
0: time? Yeah. yeah. So the reason I asked because you did, you know, happy morning, good morning, good evening, good day, and good night. And I was like, aren't they the same?
1: Uh, well, you know, it's funny. I've, I don't know if I've told this story on the show or not, but one um, of my kids were little. We we I did not, I shouldn't say I didn't allow them. I would encourage them yeah. that we didn't say good morning. We'd say great morning. Great morning, morning. right. Because... Good is mediocre, and the Cochranes are anything but mediocre.
0: Exactly. So, with that said, by the way, big shout out to your daughter. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Hey, Riley. Yeah. This is fantastic. Uh, So, we have, like, I think one and a half listeners, and Riley's (laughs) the full one. I love that. Uh, No, we actually have another one who's been commenting on our Facebook page. Yes.
1: Brian Page. Good old Brian Page. And so, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, the original podcast I did back in the early 2000s. Uh, Brian Page is what we called... I called uh, listener X, so he was the first person to listen to my podcast organically, who was not a friend or family, right? Uh, and he, he since went on become, to become a great friend. He's a super cool guy. Yeah. Lives in um, Morcombe, England, and uh, plays in a band called The Hush. He's a fantastic musician. I oh, mean, that's fantastic. just incredible musician. So Brian, shout out to Another you! Shout out! Thanks for Whoa, listening. Whoa! There, there goes, my goes my
0: an iPad. iPad so. Uh How's the screen? It's fine. Beautiful. (laughs) So we get really excited when we talk about our listeners. Before I break anything, let's, uh,
1: oh, by the way, if you are a listener, oh, can we, should we talk about this right now? Well, I want to know your resolution, too, well, time so I'm out, though. There's something more important than that. Okay. Because we actually got some listener feedback,
0: like real listener feedback. That's fantastic. Uh, oh, uh, you know what? You sent me an email and I read it. Yes.
1: So uh, <laughs> said Brian Page actually commented on the song from uh, the Candy Butchers we did a couple of weeks ago. Right. Still trying um, to find that on Spotify. And he hopped onto the webpage and he said this. Excellent. Mike Viola, who is the lead singer of The Candy Butchers, uh, is a hero to me and one of my most listened to artists. And so I was going to suggest one of his songs for a future show. Actually, I've gotten so into his recent songs that I almost forgot about the Christmas song. Great to hear it again. I was half expecting to hear. And these are people no one has ever heard of. Right. Uh, Kevin Reeves, Slough, Jeff Smith, etc. Following it up. Jeff Smith, really? Even better.
0: I don't know, Jessica.
1: Nope. He was a, an early podcaster <laughs> uh, musician. Uh, even better, got to hear a clip from the Car Cast featuring him. So if you haven't listened to the Christmas episode with the Candy Butchers, there's a big piece there at the very beginning uh, where there's like a dude singing in like four-part harmony about yeah. me and my wife and kids. That's all Brian Page.
0: By the way, the first time I got to hear that was when I listened to our podcast after it had been published, yep, because you couldn't find the clip. <laughs> the magic while is like we good. We re- yeah, so that was the first time I'm like, "This is fantastic." So that's kind of fun. And Chris was so energetic back in his youth. I mean, he was like, oh, hello, hello. Uh, yeah. I love that. And so now you're, you're, um, yeah, just a, You know what? We grow.
1: Well, I was driving around by
0: myself. It was easy that's to be right. excited. <laughs> that's super funny. All right, Phil, what do you got for us today? Well, in the tradition of. Recent episodes where we are pulling some deep cuts from artists that many know, Mm. but may not know the the cut. That's what we're going today. All right. I guarantee you, I guarantee you almost 100% of the people that hear hear the song today.
1: Are half listener?
0: Including the half listener. Okay. Yeah, the the one, two and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to, I don't want to undersell Brian either. That's true. We want to, he's a full listener, but um, everyone's heard the song. Okay. They just don't know who did the song. Ooh. (laughs) Did you step in something? Happy anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get started. All right. Here is hopefully a new greatest song you've never heard. There you go. There we go. There you go.
1: Wow, I, you know, there's so many things about this song. I actually really like this song a lot. I I want to. Okay, let me. I'll just give you my initial thoughts. Yeah, because uh, you
0: were writing a lot of notes.
1: Total lots of lots of notes. Uh, first off, I'm a sucker for early early '80s synth stuff. So like anytime there's this weird syncopated rhythm slash yeah. keyboard sounds where there's a crossover between the rhythm of what's going on, like, like a rhythm guitar will traditionally do in rock. old school rock and roll. Right. Um, I'm a sucker for that when it's synth music. Would
0: it surprise you to, to know and understand this song was written in 2017 and recorded in 2019?
1: absolutely it would and on several different levels too because um, even the drums the way that the drums are produced on this song reminded they're exactly the same production as boo-doo-boo-doo-boo-doo-doo boo-doo, 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 from um, uh, what's his name Phil Collins yes um, In the Air Tonight it's exactly the same production sound on that so I it would blow me away to know this song has, was written in the past like five years
0: wow I mean, we're in um, a surprise
1: I, my first thought was, it sound, It reminds me of a song that would be on the Miami Vice soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Probably, um, John Homer. Yeah. yeah. Like that whole level of like, he wrote the theme song for Miami Vice. Uh, it reminds me of that style of, of song.
0: You've heard the song, right?
1: Never heard the song. Uh,
0: you have. If you watch any television, you've heard of this. Okay. This I, is on a commercial. I think it's Lincoln. Oh, right. The Lincoln um, car. Is on, oh, it, fascinating. Yeah. Uh, and it, it actually... <laughs> It, the the story is really going to be funny so anyway okay. keep going with uh, that the other thing
1: i thought was interesting was the the it, there's a there was a time in music especially in the late 70s early 80s where uh genre wasn't as important as it is today i mean you'd classifications like R&B, yeah. rock pop those kind of things but what ended up happening was a lot of times um some of the greatest musicians were Uh, transcending those genres. Okay, so Prince is a great example. He would do funk, he would do rock, he would do pop. He was one of the most prolific guitar players we've ever seen in our lives. Right. Uh, Same with like Sly Stone did the same thing. Uh, And this song falls into one of those categories where is this a funk song? Is it an R&B song?
0: Is it a rock song? You
1: can't actually distinguish which one of those it is, which I absolutely
0: love. Oh, I love that too. But I would would almost take... um What's the, what's the term? Take, uh, consider it, whatever. Exception. Exception, thank you. See, COVID brain. Yeah. Uh, to the uh, idea that you couldn't cross-gender or mix things up earlier. <laughs> cross-gender? <on>. <laughs> genre. <laughs> I'm here to help make people laugh. <laughs> Whether I want to hear some cross-gender. By design. Yeah, you can see cross-gender, just can't hear it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, I think early on, they wanted to really pigeonhole you into a certain genre um, and the exceptions are those that were really strong personalities. Prince was like, "Hell no, right? You're if you're gonna make me do that, I'll start my own damn label, yeah, and I'll you won't even know who I am. I'm just a guy with symbols, right, right. right? So uh, I almost wonder if it's changed much, much more to where you can, you know, cross over genres. Well, now. the
1: problem though is I feel like there are specific genres that have cultural overtones to them that don't allow for those things on all sides of the spectrum. Yeah. So you get, um, you, it's hard to find when you, uh, do you know who Gary Clark Jr. is? I know the name. Yeah, yeah he wrote a song called This Land Is My Land. Mm. He is like old school rock and roll. He's also a pissed off black man. Right. Uh, and I say that like in the, like, like that's exactly, oh. like, This Land is My Land is about an actual story where he bought a farm in um, in Montana right. and a bunch of dudes tried to run him off his farm because of the color of his skin. Right. And the song is, no, This Land is My Land. and yeah, it's a, And I've it's paid a, for a, the such a good song. Right. But it's also not a style of music you would expect from a top-selling African-American artists in today's society because we've pigeonholed them, our people, I should say. And and it's also, you wouldn't expect, like, um, emo homosexual dudes to be creating music that's, like, beautiful. Like, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Oh, dang it. Um, He did a song called... Why am I? I didn't even have COVID brain. Yeah, still, it,
0: it's, it can be uh, something I pass in I'll here. think
1: of it in a second. But we, we pigeonhole people into these genres so that they can fit onto a chart somewhere uh, and sell their music, if that makes sense. And, I, and by the way, I I hope I'm not offending anybody no, by the it, phrases that I'm using because it's not my intention
0: at no. all. No, but here's here's the uh, thing. Uh, we have Darius Rucker now that right. is singing country right, um, as a, a black dude, right? Which is fantastic. What about the guy that was on Dancing with the Stars this year? His name?
1: Perfume Jim- Genius was the guy I was thinking of.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> the awesome. The famous
1: Perfume Genius.
0: The famous. Yeah, who's from Seattle, by the way. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? Uh, Jimmy Allen, also an African-American country singer. Yeah, yeah. That We would never have... Right. I mean, it's just stupid. Why would we even think? Right. And so we have to... As a, I mean, I still think there are going to be artists today that, that are trying to break into the industry that producers will say, this is what you have to play, period. So, and and I just think that's wrong.
1: I, I would agree with that. And I don't know how much of that's record labels or if it's our own personal biases or what, but I, sure. I think it's silly. Uh, so the other thing about this song that really stood out for me was the phrase eminence front. Uh, because I had to actually, uh, I have a, I have a fairly decent vocabulary. Like I take pride <laughs> in my vocabulary. Um, I had to actually think about what that word, I actually looked up the definition of eminence front. Uh, and the word eminence actually means that you have a superiority or a perceived superiority uh, within a specific industry. And so the thought of someone having an eminence front is, um, putting on an eminence front is like a really fascinating thought because we see it so much in our society today where people are trying to be, they want to be a baller or they want to be like a trap or they want to be like, and they put on all these airs and it really is putting on airs that, that they are something that they are not because they want to be an expert in their field. And it's like, bro, you gave a talk one time, you're not an expert in that.
0: So it's like you rent a car when you go out. And you roll up in your you know, Jag or yes. Lexus or Mercedes or whatever because you're trying to put on a front. Yes. Right? There is um, a teacher that Shelly, a uh, business coach, uh, her name's Carrie Wilkerson, the Barefoot Executive. A little shout out to her. She did something. Here's our music again. Uh, she did something where she would, if she wanted to draw attention to her, she would actually hire a videographer and a, a small crew to follow her around, hmm. like New York or some yeah. major metropolitan. And people would look and it's like, who's that? And her content's great, but she it's kind of like Lady Gaga, right? She goes to the extreme to show her talent because right. sometimes Chris talent is it, it gets it gets lost in the cracks. Yeah, and so. You have to draw attention if this is your passion and you're going to make it in the industry. You do what you have to do. It's like a kid that gets in trouble. Well, at least it's got attention. Right, right. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad attention. He's, he gets attention. And so it's, right now we live in a world where it's all about attention. So if, how do you get attention? If
1: I'm being honest, a lot of my talent has gotten lost in cracks.
0: <laughs> well, at least it's been not been lost in crack. That's true. That's true. Or my so, crack. Go on. <laughs> so I'm going to... Um, there is a quote from the person who wrote this song. Okay. And one of the singers Kay. and musicians. Eminence Front was written around a chord progression I discovered on my faithful Yamaha E70 organ. Ooh. Okay. Little, little hint there. I hesitate to try to explain what it was about. It's clearly about the absurdity of drug-fueled grandiosity.
1: Hmm. Hence the Miami Vibe sound.
0: Yep. But whether I was pointing the finger at myself... Or at the Cocaine Dealers of Miami Beach, mm. is hard to recall. Any idea who this is? No clue. I was going to say Glenn Fry, but I don't think it is. Nope. Pete Townsend. Really? This is the who. Really? 1982. Ah. <laughs> See, I knew it was early 80s. The
1: drum production gave it away.
0: 1982. And it's funny, he used that, uh, the... Um, words in this quote it's hard to recall because the name of the album is it's hard oh yeah and what's really interesting is i i've heard this song over and over and it's a very catchy uh progression very catchy um hook right yeah and so (laughs) i heard i i finally put my phone up to the tv just to try to find out who and was the who right Turns out I have this album. I've had this album <laughs> since it came out. The actual record, okay. That's now the best. I don't, I don't any longer because I sold all my albums. But I had the album. Never knew the song. The album never really, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, caught me or whatever. But it's it's interesting um, that it, it is obviously a very uh, world renowned band. But I've asked people who are diehard Who fans that don't know the song.
1: Well, yeah, it sounds like a deep album cut. Yeah. So, and it was recently in a commercial,
0: a TV commercial? Oh, it's been um, for a couple of years. Do
1: you know, uh, did you do any uh, deep dive into how that happened?
0: No, I did not.
1: So, um, one of the things that's happened recently uh, in the last uh, maybe a few weeks uh, from the time this was recorded uh, is that, um, why am I having a hard time remembering people's names today? Because it's my COVID. It is, you're, you're infecting me. I'm uh, sorry. The about boss, that. Bruce Springsteen.
0: Oh, there the Sold
1: box. his entire, uh, the rights to his entire music library. To Sony. Which means that Sony now will be licensing Bruce Springsteen songs as they see fit. Really? Which means you're going to hear Born to Run and more car commercials than you can even imagine in the coming weeks and months. Um, because oftentimes what happens is those people don't want their songs played as commercials sure. and those kind of things. And then there's this whole other group of people who write songs specifically for commercials. Um, and they they write songs knowing they're going to get used in commercials. We have a friend uh, from uh, a long time ago who was in a band called The Boss Martians. They did a song called Hey, Hey, Let's Go. Uh, that was the E-Trade uh, commercial song for a... For a decade. He made more money on that than every other thing he did. He's a professional musician. Right. Made more money on that one song than every song he'd ever recorded in his entire musical life, uh, just I based mean, on that one.
0: Sure. For sure. Uh, it was also used in Entourage. So the commercial, hmm. it was GMC. Okay. Not, I mean, not Lincoln, but um, I I was trying to come up with some really fast answers. Oh, that's fine. I was just I, curious. But um, anyway, yeah. And so this song has a lot of background with me. Wow. And I am not a huge fan of the Who necessarily. I don't dislike them. I don't right. love them. Uh, they are just. I'm with you. Yeah, but this song, it's it's over two minutes before the lyrics kick in. Right. And it really is a slow build, but I like the slow build. Yeah. And it ends up being a five and a half minute song, but.
1: Is it, it officially a Who song or is it a P. Towns song? No,
0: it's the Who. Okay. Yep. 1982. Uh, it's what I say. It's hard.
1: Yep. It's Hard as Name the Album.
0: Perfect. So there you are. That's uh, Hopefully, that's one of the greatest songs you've never heard. I
1: liked it a lot. It's really cool.
0: And uh, if you ever want to make any you know comments, feedback, you can always do it on our website. You can. TheGreatestSongYouNeverHeard.com. Yep. You can also do it on Facebook. The Greatest Song You Never Heard. Yep. I mean, that stands to reason. You can also do it on Twitter. Uh, at G-S-Y-N-H podcast. And you'll uh, get a response from likely me. Um, But if you have any comments on these, let us know. Yeah, and
1: if you want to send us a text message, you can send us text messages at 206-218-3647. That's 206-218-3647. Forty-seven. Phil didn't know I was going to give away his cell phone
0: number on the air. This is fantastic. I just hope I get stocked now. Um, Send him some pictures. Why not? Of random things. Yeah, well, but but please, just because the album was it's hard. I
1: don't need those <laughs>
0: pictures. Please. You knew I was going to go there.
1: I did him with that, Phil. We'll see you next time. Yes. Hopefully, not just metaphorically. We'll see our listeners next Hopefully time. Hopefully, we haven't been shut down on the greatest song you've never heard podcast.